0: Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in 1 Kings chapter 11. Uh, Solomon's Wives is the first one, uh, chapter 11, verse verses um, 43. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. King Solomon, however, loved many foreign women, besides Pharaoh's daughter, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidians, and Hittites. They were from nations for about which the Lord had told the Israelites, You must not intermarry with them, because they will surely turn your hearts after their gods. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them in love. He had seven hundred wives of royal birth and three hundred concubines, and his wives led him astray. As Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods. And his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father had been. He followed Eshteroth, the goddess of of the Sidonians, and Moloch, the detestable god of the Ammonites. So Solomon did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not follow the Lord completely, as David his father had done. On a hill east of the Salt of Jerusalem, Solomon built a high place f- for Chamash, the, d- the detestable god of Moab, and for Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. He did the same for all his foreign wives. He burned incense and offered sacrifices to their gods. The Lord became angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel who had appeared to him twice. Although he had forbidden Solomon to follow other gods, Solomon did not keep the Lord's commands. So the Lord said to Solomon, Since this is your attitude, and you have not kept my covenant and my decrees, which I had commanded you, I will most certainly tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your subordinates. Nevertheless, for the sake of David, your father, I will not do it in Do it during your lifetime. I will tear it out of the hand of your son. Yet I will not tear the whole kingdom from him, but will give him one tribe for the sake of David, my servant, and for the sake of Jerusalem, which I have chosen. Solomon's adversaries. Then the Lord raised up against Solomon an adversary, Hadad the Edomite, from the royal line of Edom. Earlier... When David was fighting with Edom, Joab the commander of the army, who had gone up to bury the dead, had struck down all the men of Edom. Joab and all the Israelites stayed there for six months, till they had destroyed all the men in Edom. But Hadad, still only a boy, fled to Egypt with some Edomite officials who had served his father. They set out from Midian and went to Paran. Then... Taking men from Paran with him, they went to Egypt to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who gave Hadad a house and land and provided him with food. Pharaoh was so pleased with Hadad that he gave his, him a sister of his own wife, Queen Tephthahpenes, in marriage. The sister of Tephthahpenes bore him a son named Gennabath, whom Tephthah brought up in the ro- royal p- palace. Then Ginnabath lived with Pharaoh's own children. While he was in Egypt, Hadad heard that David rested with his fathers, that Joab, the commander of the army, was also dead. Then Hadad said to Pharaoh, Let me go, that I may return to my own country. What have you lacked here, that you want to go back to your own country? Pharaoh asked. Nothing, Hadad replied, but do let me go. And God raised up, against Solomon and another adversary, Rezan son of Eladah, who had fled from his master, Hedadezer's king of Zobah. He gathered men around him and became the leader of a band of rebels when David destroyed the forces of Zobah. The rebels went to Damascus where they settled and took control. Rezan was Israel's adversary as long as Solomon lived, adding to the trouble caused by Hadad, so Rezon ruled in Aram and was hostile toward Israel. Jeroboam rebels rebels against Solomon. Also, Jeroboam, son of Nebat, rebelled against the king. who was one of the Solomon's officials, an Ephraimite from Zerida, and his mother was a widow named Zura. Here is the account of how he rebelled against the king. Solomon had built the supporting terraces and had filled in the gap in the wall of the city of David his father. Now Jeroboam was a man of standing, and when Solomon saw how well the young man did his work, he put him in charge of the whole labor force of the house of Joseph. About the time Jeroboam was going out of Jerusalem, and Ahijah, the prophet of Shiloh, met him on the way wearing a new cloak. The two of them were alone on, out in the country, and Ahijah took hold of the new cloak he was wearing and tore into it into twelve pieces. Then he said to Jeroboam, "'Take ten pieces for yourself, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says.' See, I am going to tear the kingdom of Solomon's hand, and give you ten tribes. But for the sake of my servant David, and the city of Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, he will have one tribe. I will do this, because they have forsaken me, and worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, Shemash, the king of the Moabites, and Malach, the king, the god of the Ammonites, and have not walked in my ways. Nor done what is right in my eyes, nor kept my statutes and laws, as David Solomon's father did, but I will not take the whole kingdom out of Solomon's hand. I will make I will have made him ruler of all the days of his life for the sake of David, my servant, whom I chose, and who observed by my commands and statutes I will Take the kingdom from the son, his son's hands and give you ten tribes. I will give one tribe to his son so that David, my servant, may always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city where I choose to put my name. However, as for, for you, I will take you and you will rule over all that your heart desires. You will be king over Israel. If you do whatever... For I command you, and walk in the, my ways, and do what is right in my eyes, by keeping my statutes and commands, as David my servant did, I will be with you. I will build you a dynasty, as enduring as the one I built for David, and, give, and will give Israel to you. I will humble David's descendants because of this, but not forever." Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam, but Jeroboam fled to Egypt, to Shishak the king, and stayed there until Solomon's death. Solomon's Death As for the other events of Solomon's reign, all he did, and the wisdom he displayed, are they not written the book of the annals of of Solomon? Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. Then he rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David, his father. And Rehoboam, his son, succeeded him as king. Okay, let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. This is your New Testament reading of the day. Today we are in James chapter 2, verses 1 through 26. Favoritism forbidden is the first part. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. My brothers, as believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing the fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet, have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my dear brothers, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised those who love him? But you have insulted the poor. It is not the rich who are exploiting you. Are they not the ones who are dragging you into the into court? Are they not the ones who are slandering the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are conv- convicted by the law of as lawbreakers. For whoever keeps the law, whole law, and yet stumbles at just one point, is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not murder. If you do not commit adultery, adultery but do commit murder you have become a lawbreaker speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful mercy triumphs over judgment faith and deeds when god is is it what go, what good is it my brothers If a man claims to have faith but has no deeds, yet such faith save him. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, Go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, it is not accompanied by action instead. But someone who says, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that, and shudder. You foolish man. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our ancestor Abraham considered righteous, for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and, and his actions were working together. And the faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and is credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by what he does and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous to what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that you bless everyone who's hearing this message, Lord. And give them their daily bread, I pray, and protection from the enemy, I pray. I ask that you encourage your, your people to spread the gospel, no matter in what land they are in. I ask this in your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You all have a great day.